Hi, this is Keith, and this is Klezmer Podcast 29 for Thursday, February 7th, 2008. The web address is www.klezmerpodcast.com, and my email address is keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this episode of the podcast, I have an interview with Bert Stratton of the band Yiddish A Cup, based in Cleveland, Ohio. The band performs klezmer comedy in the style of Mickey Katz, and their latest CD is entitled Meshugana Mambo. So here is my interview with Bert Stratton of Yiddisha Cup. Hi, this is Keith with the Klezmer Podcast, and we're here at Klez Canada on day five. I'm visiting with Bert Stratton of Yiddish Cup band from Cleveland, Ohio. First time Klez Canada visitor. Welcome to uh, Klez Canada and the Klezmer Podcast, Bert. Thanks, Keith. It's good to be here. Um, first things first, what do you think of uh, your experience here in Klez Canada so far? Well, it's, it's interesting because I feel like I, uh, uh, I helicoptered in from another planet. I had been to Klez camp many times I actually went in 87 was the first time and I I came I kind of was schooled I grew up on the music of uh, the New York 50s and 60s scene as related to us by Pete Sokolow, Sid Beckerman, Max Epstein and of course we listened to Terrace and then I helicoptered into this scene and that music isn't as predominant now what I'm hearing here is a lot of uh, Moldovan music-based uh, klezmer, uh, due to I guess uh, German Goldenstein's legacy, and it's you know it's totally different. It's like you know a lot of sixteenth-note phrases over two-four, and uh, <laughs> it's I feel like I'm on a is it just another cycle? It's interesting. What's popular in klezmer? Right, and th- that's part of the uh, their East meets West program here. Uh, they've been doing, I think this, they said this is their third year, uh, bringing those people uh, to the camp to uh, experience that. Now they've, they've added some of the Israeli people coming this year playing an Israeli version of Klezmer. Right. I actually uh, talked to one of the Israeli fellas, and uh, I asked him about uh, the Israeli Klezmer scene, and he said it's very nascent, nice it's very new. He hadn't really... He uh, met with uh, Musa Berlin yet, who's the Hasidic master of Klezmer in, in Israel. So I guess it's just picking up there. And I think some of what they were playing sounded kind of uh, Eastern European, too, because they had been here before, uh, Molde- Moldovan. Mm-hmm. I, I'm partial to uh, Terrace and Brandwine like any normal clarinet player would be. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, those guys were amazing to listen to. And if anybody can do one half of what they did they're they're getting the klezmer hall of fame which is located in my basement in cleveland ohio <laughs> That's right. you go to the rock hall stop by <laughs> or the football hall is yeah, close you by <laughs> yeah. you can make a you can make a package out of it yeah californians love it <laughs> I, i've been there to the football fall actually um well let's talk about uh you you're talking about your involvement and uh and and uh, what goes on in your basement in Cleveland. Uh, tell me about uh, your band and uh, uh, how you got that started and, and what you do. Well, Yiddish Cup started in uh, 1988. I put it together 
and I took a couple of people from the, the a group that uh, uh, was probably the first klezmer fusion of, of the uh, klezmer renaissance. It was called the Cleveland Klezmorum. They started in 1983. They, uh, the leader came from the New England uh, Conservatory. He studied with Hank S. His name was Greg Selker. These guys were playing what now would be fairly tame, but in those days was considered uh, really too, too avant-garde at the time. I remember even uh, Hank S. in 87, I, just, I said, what do you think of what the Cleveland Clubs more were doing? I saw him at Clubs camp, and he said, I, I think they're taking too many liberties. And... Now, of course, everybody's taking liberties, so it was kind of interesting. It, it, that was probably fairly mild by today's standards of, of what goes on. It, it was mild, and, uh, you know, they had they had a marimba, which was kind of interesting, and then they, they took that and uh, improvised heavily over it. So, in other words, if you wanted to hear Havana Gila at a, at a Simco, they weren't going to play it. <laughs> Thus, my band came into existence. <laughs> there, there was a need for it. We filled a niche. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the the style of music that your group is doing and and uh, the your CD that you have. Well, the the CD that we did most recently was Klezmer a comedy. It's called Meshuggah and Mambo, and I was very influenced and uh, I suppose you could call we're a tribute band <laughs> to uh, Mickey Katz. Mickey Katz grew up in Cleveland. They were born in 1909, lived there until 1946. Then he moved to L.A. where uh, as you know, he joined Spike Jones and became famous doing Yiddish parodies. So I got pretty obsessed with Mickey Katz. In fact, I did a lecture about Mickey Katz about two weeks ago at a Yiddish conference in Cleveland, and two people who, who had, had played with him showed up to the lecture. It was like my, my dream come true. Wow. A guy who'd done Hello, Sally with him, his name is uh, Hale Porter, and a woman who was known as Little Tanya. She sang with him when she was nine. Her name's uh, Tanya Solnick. She lives in Nashville. So anyway... I'm a pretty into Mickey Katz, so uh, and there's a collector in Cleveland named Jack Solly's elderly fellow. He's probably in his 80s. He's got every Mickey Katz record in pristine condition. In fact, when uh, uh, PBS did a Mickey Katz Joel Gray radio show, they went to him for the for the actual recordings because they're in such great shape. And so I got these recordings and uh, we transcribed them, but we also we also added funny stuff to them. We didn't want to do just. Uh, like Don Byron actually did the in the in the early 90s, he did the straight uh, copy of uh, Mickey Katz, which was in itself a good thing. It, it opened up people's ears to the fact that Mickey Katz was around, but he didn't do anything particularly new with it. So you know, we'll take uh, my uh, Kanish Doctor and we'll throw in Lion Sleeps Tonight, you know, theme, <laughs> something contemporary like that. And we also take Sugar and Mama, which is a Slim Gallard tune, and we added new lyrics. Our keyboard player, Alan Douglas, is pretty much uh, the brains behind it musically. And uh, he was with the Cleveland Clubs more originally. And uh, Steve Ostro, our trumpet player, also plays the violin and the trombone and God knows what else. So he's pretty <laughs> versatile. Erwin Weinberger is our lead singer. And guitarist and saxophone player and flutist. I play the clarinet and the sax. And uh, we have a drummer. Sometimes uh, is my son who's sitting here, but he's typically at the University of Michigan, so it's usually uh, Don Friedman who's been with us. He's our new guy. He's been with us 11 years. And uh, we have a dedicated dance leader, Yiddish uh, Cup, I think was one of the first to do that. Now a lot of groups are doing it. We have one person who does nothing but dance leading. It's called a Stickmeister. It's Daniel Dukoff. 
And uh, so we're six people. If I forgot anybody, uh, <laughs> they should come to Clutch Canada and speak for themselves. <laughs> That's great. And um, tribute band to Mickey Cats. I, I I can't think of any other tribute bands to Mickey Cats. Uh, uh, as far as I know, you, you must be the only one. Well, you know, Pete Sokolow does some stuff, and he had, in the past, done his uh, original uh, Klezmer uh, all-star band. He, they did some stuff, but it was it was pretty much not altered from the original. Mm-hmm. And then there's this fellow named uh, Avi Hoffman who did the Two Jewish show. He he does the Mickey Katz stuff in his show because I've. You know, I conscientiously look around uh, the world to see who's doing this. Right. You know, and we also do a little bit of the Barton Brothers. We do a song called Surus. It's Surus, Surus. I bought a couple shares. If Surus was my business, I'd be a millionaire. Stuff like that. <laughs> and, and you were telling me that you did a, a version of Essen? Yeah. I mean, who else has re-recorded Essen? <laughs> Nobody. It was, done, <laughs> it's done about, it was done by Lee Tully and Billy Hodas. Uh, right out, you know, late, late 1948, and uh, we we changed it subtly. I mean, we threw in like uh, little stuff from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and things like that. Thing from that, it's dated now. Yeah, little, little little statements here and there, right? Yeah. But you know that that niche within a niche, klezmer comedy, is what gets us gigs in various places that we might not normally play, like. We played at the Brooklyn uh, Center for Performing Arts in New York, and that was probably because we're different. I mean, why would you bring a Klesmer band into New York City from Ohio? It doesn't make any sense on the surface. But we were doing something but different. doing something unique. That, yeah, and we played in Florida and uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So you do some traveling. Yeah, Texas, three times, I think. But mostly we play Simcoe's in Cleveland. We are... Play we traditionally for, for the Simcoe's and stuff, too, right? Yeah, that's the bread and butter, or as Henry Spoznik once said, the flanken and potatoes. <laughs> we play American music, rock, you know, jazz, whatever. So we get a lot of gigs. We are we are the band to go to in Ohio for uh, Jewish music. I mean, there, there are great musicians in Cleveland, one of whom, of course, is Steve Greenman, who actually was in my band for many years went out on his own and he's tremendous but we play at the Ark which is the the premier acoustic club in Ann Arbor, Michigan we play there every year we're playing there for the fourth year now we play a lot of gigs up in Detroit and which is up from Cleveland by the way not from Montreal where we're sitting now (laughs) playing Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh we're playing at the Cincinnati Art Museum pretty soon when we play at an art museum obviously we're not going to play you know the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and that stuff. But you, I play at a wedding. But uh, we'll play the straight klezmer and we'll throw in uh, the comedy element. And we'll even get our dance leader. Uh, we did one a few weeks ago where we had him in like this big fat suit ballerina outfit where he had a fan inside his suit that made him look like a big uh, doughboy. It was pretty interesting just visually. One of, <laughs> one of these kids here, kids have been a college kid here at Klez Canada said uh, it was surreal he was there he says that was my <laughs> wife who's here alice who also does dance leading with us she said she went at this kid said how'd you like the show he said it was surreal i can't believe you were you know we're like doing a, a 
twist routine, a Yiddish mama. <laughs> right, we, we, we're doing that. So, I mean, we're, uh, we're beyond hip. That's <laughs> great. I want to come see a show. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, well, you know, we, we haven't got to L.A. yet. You have to, uh, have to move out there like Mickey Katz. Yeah, well, yeah. Just put, move. Put something on YouTube or something. That's my son's <laughs> department, Jack, Jack Stratton. <laughs> All right. Um, so, if uh, people want to find out about your band, or they want to uh, book you for something, or buy your CD, uh, how, how would they find you? They would look us up on the internet. You just go Klezmer, Ohio, and you find me. If you can't remember this, which is YiddishaCup.com, YiddishaCup.com, Y I double D I S H E C U P dot com. Great. Well. <laughs> Nice meeting you, Bert, and uh, uh, good luck with the band and, and uh, with the CD, and enjoy the rest of your uh, stay here at Clutch Canada. Thanks. It's been fun. All right. Thank you. Hi, this is Asaf Moody. In behalf of OI Division, you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Bert Stratton of Yiddish Cup. And it's time to let you know what I've been listening to lately. Among the albums I've been listening to, Hilda Bronstein sings Yiddish songs old and new, Borscht with Bread Brothers, Klezmer by Yale Strom and Hapastrami, Brian Bender and Little Shop of Horrors with Ein Welt, Metropolitan Klezmer with Traveling Show Live. Lenka Lichtenberg and Brian Katz with Pashtis. The Lori Kahan Simon Ensemble with Hanukkah is Freilich. And Municipale Balkanica with Fua. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the podcast, please drop a note to Keith at klezmerpodcast.com. The web address is www.klezmerpodcast.com and on MySpace is myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. I'm also on Skype with screen name klezmerpodcast. And if your band has a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like to submit for a review, I'd love to hear from you as well. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Stay subscribed. And until next time, bye for now. Bye.